Must be nice to have two working gears. Oh. I never know what to say whenever you bring that up. <laughs> it's like awkward no, silence. It's just... to sit here and say, I'm sorry. <sighs> Before I get into what I was going to say, there's another trending misspelled hashtag on Twitter. Nice. I hate this mm. stupid site. Um, anyway. Uh, and it's International Women's Day related, too. Oh, there's mm-hmm. two. Well, I don't know. Does this count? The International Women's Day is like, it's International Women's Day. Like, single woman, but also plural S. I feel like Hmm. it should be International Women's Day. But I don't know if that's a typo. But the other one's just misspelled. Hmm. Anyway, um, it it was getting to me because, like, over the weekend, uh, I got, like, really stuffy, I think, from the film festival. Mm -hmm. And so I woke up Monday. Like, I took the day off to kind of recover from the film festival. And I woke up and couldn't hear. Because, like, I had gotten all clogged in my head. And, you know, if the one ear clogs... That's oh, all I got. Shit. So I spent all day not being able oh, to hear man. and tried to like get it cleaned out or whatever. And then Tuesday God I woke damn. up and it still was clogged. So I went to work like that. <laughs> so I was like, I was warning everyone. I was like, don't expect me to talk very much today. I can like, I can kind of hear, but it sounds like everything's like shouted at me down the hallway. Nice. So oh, just man. know that, you know, if I don't hear you, it's not, I'm not ignoring you. Um, and then of course, as soon as I got home, I got it cleared out. But yeah. Yeah, sometimes that happens and it just, like, makes me really frustrated because I have to deal with yeah, that crap. I can only, I can only imagine. Yeah. Jeez. So. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Charge Shot Gamescast. Each and every week, friends gather around and talk about things going on in their lives and the games they've been playing. This week I got with me Justin. I'm not allowed to be on camera because I'm just a blurry mess. <laughs> <laughs> and we also have Lo. Oh, hi. He's not a blurry mess. He's got good internet. Oh, well, that's good. <laughs> I never know around this time. Sometimes it's like, you know, everyone's getting home. Everyone's Netflix and chilling, oh, yeah, you yeah. know? <laughs> so it's like... Usually, uh, like, well, a lot of times our internet's fine until about 10 o'clock. Uh, like, we'll be, you know, laying down for bed and try to watch something and it'll get uh, get kind of fuzzy. And um, hmm, my wife hmm. just like yells at the TV, like everyone, stop watching your porn, so I can watch my. T-. <laughs> um, it was a, it used to be a big joke with our old landlord because yeah. he lived like on site, and oh. <laughs> he was an unfortunate man child. Um, so we we just yelled at him to stop watching his porn. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, so yeah, let's begin the week with Justin. How have you been doing? I've been pretty... Sorry, I was taking a drink. You couldn't see that because I'm a blurry mess. We wouldn't have um, been able to see it if you had your camera on either. Right, exactly. That's, that's <laughs> what I was uh, I've been okay. Um, it was kind of a weird week. Like, I took Monday off uh, because of the film festival that I missed the show last week for. Um, and I'll talk about that a little bit, but it's just kind of... It kind of threw my week off because, um, like, it was a five-day week for everyone else, but I was kind of playing catch-up. Uh, and it was like the first five day or what would have been five day week in like the month of February, I think basically, or I mean, I don't know it's March now, but like, you know, it was the first week, whatever. Anyway, um, I've had a few pina coladas, so let's do this. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I was at a film festival over the weekend. Uh, I do it every year. I talked about it like 50 episodes ago, I guess, like with the last time that this happened. (laughs) Um, every you know, year. a year ago this time. Yep. <laughs> and it's super fun. Um, it's just, it's all documentary film festivals, but it's gotten bigger every year. 
And this year they actually got some pretty mm-hmm. popular ones. Um, I won't go over, like, I won't spend too much time on them, but I haven't really played any games this week, so indulge me. Um, we watched, uh, we started it off with a good one. We watched Knock Down the House, which was that one that's like the, uh, kind of the, the new, like, every, or every woman, I guess, uh, group that are trying to take over, uh, Congress. Um, and they're led by, uh, AOC, uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Um, but this was all like during their campaigning and stuff. There's actually like three or four of them uh, that are kind of the stars of this documentary. But because she won and mm-hmm. is now a big name, she kind of like, you know, took over the documentary serendipitously. Um, so it's a lot of fun. Nice. And it's just very inspiring kind of in that, like, you know, let's like, let's take back the government to serve the people instead of vice versa. Um, and like these people mm-hmm. that actually like did these grassroots, like no lobbyist uh, campaigns and actually did fairly successfully. Like, like I said, the only one of them won, but they all like broke records in how well they did for, you know, the level of funding and things like, and like political history and things like that they had. So Heck super yeah. inspiring. Awesome. But that one, actually, the reason I brought it up is because it's a revolutionary for uh, being bought by Netflix for the most that they've ever bought a documentary for. So keep an eye out on this one. It's really? going to be huge. <laughs> Um, oh okay and nice. uh so a few others uh mike wallace is here which is like about uh the famous uh journalist mike wallace who kind of uh created like investigative journalism that like mm-hmm. uh, you know that kind of no nonsense like tell me what i want to know type of interview style and things like that it was actually really cool My favorite as someone that like is in a communications field and you know aspired to be a journalist one day but realized that i didn't have like the uh, the drive for it, I guess, because it kind of has to be your life. Yeah. Um, like mm-hmm. it was just, it was really cool to see that. But then also, like, kind of a reality check because it was like they interviewed him and they were like, "How many, how many times have you been married? Like, you know, how, how, how do your, how are your kids?" And he's like, "Well, I mean, everything has come second to my career. So what does that tell you?" <laughs> Like, his, oh, basically yeah. his entire family wow. hates him, but he was one of the most successful journalists of our time. Wow. So it's kind of crazy to, wow. you know, hear about that stuff. Um, you gotta give up one insane. thing in order to do something. Yeah, exactly. Else. And so that was kind of that moment of like, man, I'm kind of glad I didn't go in that field yeah. because I would not have a life. Like, that would be my life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it just made me realize how much I kind of enjoy just like doing my own thing and not having to answer to anyone. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, and if I don't feel like doing something for a while, I don't have to. Like, right now. <laughs> um, exactly. There's a few others that you were, you know, good, but not worth, like, really spending time on. But the last one of the weekend was uh, uh, the Untitled Amazing Jonathan documentary. Like, that's the name of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you guys know who mm-hmm. Amazing Jonathan is, or was? No. Amazing Jonathan. Okay. See, I, like, that I grew up so on, like, uh, com- like magician comedy. Um, and I thought you might know Lo because he's in Vegas now. Like he's been in Vegas for probably fifteen years or so. That's why it sounds familiar. Probably I've seen him on like yeah, a sign probably or something somewhere. Uh, but oh. he was a he was a pretty <laughs> yeah. huge magician uh, back in like the eighties and nineties. He was kind of like mm-hmm. I I thought of him as kind of like an edgy uh, take on like Penn and Teller, like kind of their you know comedy okay. shtick. But, like, he yeah, yeah. would, like, saw off his arm and things like that and, like, make jokes around, like, body harm and was, all that. Was he the one that did, like, yeah. the eye fork thing or no? 
that was a thing that he did, yeah. Okay, so then actually I might have watched a couple shows of his then. You probably have. Like, he was big on Comedy Central for a while and a bunch of other things. Um, but this documentary was really cool. Like, I don't want to get too deep into it, but just the concept of it and, like, why it's called the Untitled Amazing Jonathan documentary was really cool. Because it was basically, like, this guy was hired by him to do a documentary uh, because, like, four years ago he was diagnosed with, um, uh, like, heart failure, basically. I forget what it's called. Oh. But mm-hmm. they said that his heart was failing and he had a year to live. And so, like, this documentary picks up, like, four years later, and, like, he's still around. I mean, he's not doing great, but he's still around. Right. Um, huh. He's, like, he's always been a drug addict, like, his whole career. Yeah. Uh, because I guess that's, that's mm. he thought he needed that for to be a performer. He's worried that, you know, if he stopped doing drugs, he would stop being a good performer. So he just kept doing it. And so, like, despite all of that, he's still outlived his, his heart failure issue. Um, he just that's takes, insane. like, hella medication <laughs> on top of his heroin. Um, and so he wanted, you know, he wanted his story documented. Um, so this guy comes in, you know, he's like, uh, following all this stuff. And then amazing Jonathan decides that he wants to kind of have a comeback to her just like a one last hurrah. Cause he doesn't know if he's going to get another chance. And so he does like five mm-hmm. shows as kind of like a, like a, uh, like a revival. It was like in 2017 or something like that. That might have been when you saw a billboard recently low. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, when they're getting ready for this, uh, this new tour, um, this guy finds out that Jonathan's hired a second documentary crew because they're, they were really famous. They've won Academy Awards, he said. And so he's like, I couldn't turn them down. Like they, they wanted to cover it. Like they won't get in your way. Don't worry about it. You know, it's like competition will be fun. And so like this guy, you know, is kind of a grassroots, like he, he worked for Comedy Central. That's how they got in touch with him, I guess. But. Um, you know, he's just a guy. He did like comedy bang bang and stuff like that. Um, yeah. And so he's like, he's trying to fight around these other guys who don't want to be in his documentary. So he's like blurring out the faces and like voice modulating (laughs) them whenever they're around and like fighting for the best spots in the show so that they can't set their cameras up. And you know, there's that fun back and forth. And then, um, at one of the later shows, uh, like they're backstage, you know, kind of interviewing Jonathan before the show. And this third guy shows up with the camera and it's like, Hey, can I, can I get in here? He's like, Oh yeah, come on. I, I remember you. There was a third documentary <laughs> that, um, that was from like 2012 or something like before all this went down. Um, and he had been kind of, you know, coming off and on for the last like six, seven years, whatever. Um, and he was again, just a guy like this was a hobby for him. So he just popped in sometimes, get some more footage, and then, you know, move on. So hmm. uh, this this first guy, like, talks to the third guy and is like, hey, like, what's the deal here? Like, he's fine being on camera. You know, they they kind of build a little, like, uh, like filmmaker friendship. Like, we got to stick together type thing. Um, mm-hmm. And so, like, this guy, like, this first guy's Amazing Jonathan documentary basically becomes kind of like a like a deep dive into, like, the psyche of documentaries, like why they exist as a format. Cause he's trying to find a way huh. to like make his documentary stand out from the others that are already being created. He's cause he yeah. sees some of the footage and he's like, we're all making the same movie. Like we're showing up at the same shows. <laughs> he's giving us the same sound right. clips. Like what, what am I going to do to make this different? And so like, it kind of spirals mm. out from mm. there of like how, 
you know, how he's making a documentary about making a documentary, basically. And it's just, it's really cool. And it's not what you would expect. So meta. And like the fact that it's like, <laughs> you know, the subject is a magician. It very much feels like that, you know, kind of sleight of hand, like illusion. Like you never quite know what you're getting from the documentary and what's real and what's illusion. And it's just, it kind of plays with that magician idea in a really cool way. Nice. Um, nice. Yeah, there's a lot of twists and turns with it and stuff. I don't know if it's, I assume it's probably going to come out soon. Um, part of this okay. documentary actually included like the premiere of the second one, like the famous one. And I want to find that one still oh. and like see, you know, how they mix together. Um, but I don't know when this yeah. one's coming out anytime. Um, so yeah, that was really fun. And, um, the one other one that I kind of wanted to touch on real quick was, uh, from, uh, Nathan Fielder, who did, uh, Nathan for you on Comedy Central for like four years or whatever. Um, it seemed popular. I've never watched the show, but like I knew he was a big name. So I wanted to see it just to say that, you know, I saw Nathan's documentary. Um, mm-hmm. But it ended up being a little less special when I found out that it had already aired on Comedy Central. Like it was part mm-hmm. of his show. It was like the final episode of his show um, called Finding Francis. And I don't it's it's a weird premise. I don't really want to get into it. But like he did show some kind of behind the scenes footage and like he was there like doing a Q&A and stuff. So it was kind of cool to like have this kind of, you know, quote unquote, big star <laughs> um, about as big as you get at a documentary film festival, at least um, there, mm-hmm. like, you know, talking to the people and stuff like that. So that was neat. But um, like the first year we ever went, I got to meet Morgan Spurlock, who's like the big name Whoa. documentaries because he was there with his uh, cool. Comic-Con documentary. That he did a, a while yeah, back. Heck yeah. Um, he actually premiered it there, like first ever, because there was a guy from our, like our city, um, that was in the documentary. Like they pulled from all over the country. No way. Um, and I still see that guy sometimes at the karaoke bar. He runs, uh, he runs the sound at karaoke nights. <laughs> um, but <laughs> nice. they, they were trying to get like a bunch of different types of people. And so like he does art and stuff. And so like they, you know, they mm-hmm. hired him to be part of the documentary to like show off his art at comic-con and kind of follow him throughout the process and stuff. So like he was there with Morgan Spurlock, like doing the Q and a and stuff. Cause he's a local boy. Um, so that was a really cool, cool experience. Like, you know, first year ever and every year since like, hasn't quite lived up to that, <laughs> but this was probably the best year they've had in a long time. It was super fun. Very um, cool. but yeah, so that was my weekend. That's why I wasn't here. Um, no regrets, honestly, but <laughs> I'm sure you guys had a great show without me. Uh, mm-hmm. and as far as game stuff, um, I decided to just jump back in and replay Metroid Zero Mission. Um, cause I've got kind of a little, like, uh, like Facebook Messenger group with some friends that I used to live near. Like, we all worked together and, you know, hung out quite a bit before, mm-hmm. but now we live in different places. So we just keep in contact that way. Mm-hmm. And it randomly came up of, like, what would be the, which I want to pitch this to you guys too. Um, we can save it for the end if you want, but, um, what would be like the decade of gaming that you would want to live in? Like basically you can only have the games from that decade. Um, if there's like a remake of something mm. that's, that counts, but you can't do like ports or emulation or anything like that. So, you know, it'd be pretty obvious to just mm. say, well now, because I can play anything from the past. It's like those games don't exist. Right. It's only the <laughs> things that released in this, in this decade. So. That's like an old debug. Yeah, kind of. So that got me thinking about, like, what would I choose? And I tried to find the loopholes of, like, well, I'd probably do, like, the, you know, the GBA years. Because, like, that had, 
basically all of like some great ports, which again, ports don't technically count, but I was kind of questioning like, you know, new content, things like that. Like Final Fantasy VI, for example, had a whole new translation, new content, things like that, but was technically mm-hmm. still the same game. Um, so I was like, you know, that period had a lot of the, like the best versions of SNES games. And then also a lot of the great new games, like the, you know, the best two Metroid games and Fusion and Zero Mission mm-hmm. and like Golden Sun and all that stuff. Um, and so like, I, wow. I, the more I started talking about that, I was like, man, I haven't played Zero Mission in a long time. So I just like sat down one night and played through the whole thing. <laughs> um, nice. But well, technically I played through until you, uh, do the Zero Suit stuff and then I quit because I hate that part. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'll I'll try to finish it just so I can get my time and completion. Uh but I don't want to. <laughs> and aside from that, I mean me and Thomas just did some Apex tonight before <laughs> before the, the show. Um we got second place on, on our last game, but it wasn't super satisfying because we just survived. Um But I mean we're pretty kitted out. It's just you know, when you're chasing the final team, they they always have the upper ground. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I I should have shot that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I should have shot that guy. <laughs> that is one of those that things is where you universal. feel like, yeah, this feels like your ping is not faster than the other person's or something. But like you get your shots off, right. they don't damage them, whatever. Yeah. And my internet was sucking so much. Mm-hmm. I was the only one left alive and I was trying to like open a door <laughs> to get into where they were. And I just kept hitting X and it oh, wouldn't gosh. open the door. Yeah. So I got killed. Oh, and God. then like after I died, I saw the door fly open. <laughs> like, cool. <laughs> Thanks, internet. Uh, yeah. Hey, here's that yeah. door you wanted open. <laughs> oh, he's dead. But like for the last like five or ten minutes, my character was like kind of choppy, like chugging, chug walking. Like, I could oh. aim at everything fine. I didn't, you know, I didn't try shooting or whatever if there was a delay on that. But it's like just trying mm. to walk, it didn't feel right. No. That's not good. So I knew that some, like my, there was probably some lag there that wasn't being accounted for. Um, I could just notice it when I moved, but we would have lost mm. anyway. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, did you want to do that discussion thing now or? Doesn't matter. I mean, if you guys will forget what you're going to play, then go ahead and do that, and we can talk about it at the end. But okay, uh, if you have an idea in mind, then go ahead. Uh, Lo, what do you want to do? What do I want to do? I'm still trying to think of my answer for uh, that yeah. question. To okay. be honest with you, so well, go ahead. That's why I wanted to what, kind of have some talk. Time. What you, talk what you play, and then I could uh, do mine, and then we can come back. Okay. <clears throat> Well, I didn't do too much this week because it was Saturday. Actually, yeah, it was Saturday. It was Saturday. I was here standing at my desk, and then I was just working. Everything was cool. And then all of a sudden, I just felt like, wow, I really feel like I want to throw up right now. So then I hate throwing up. I hate it. So I'm just like, I'm just going to go lay down. I'm going to go lay down, drink some water. I'll be fine. And the next thing I know, I'm just, I don't get out of bed for another like three days. <laughs> Jeez. So I don't know. I got something. I'm assuming it was the flu or something like that, but I don't know. I don't get sick too often, but it's just like when I do, I'm either sick for like a couple of days or like a whole week. <laughs> so it was just, you know, it was just a few days. It's been a few days in bed, just, you know, just kind of bullshitting around. And then um, maybe it was 
I forget what day it was. It was like maybe mid this week. I had gotten an email saying that I had been accepted into the uh, the alpha phase for this uh, new game, Torchlight Frontiers, oh, yeah. which is from Extra Games, which consi- consi- <laughs> consists of uh, Max Schaefer, who is co-creator of uh, Diablo, Diablo 2, and he also worked on the previous Torchlight titles. So he started his own studio in um, San Francisco. I just looked them up just before the show, and I just realized that there are under 30 employees at this dev studio. I'm like, holy shit. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, so they invited me to the alpha phase. So I was like, oh, cool. So then I installed that, blah, blah, whatever. And then, um, so then I actually did a couple of videos on it. The first video I did, I was like super out of it. So I don't know. I was just kind of just talking and talking. And then, but, um, I was just, I was just really exhausted after that one video. But I, at the end of it, I was like, oh, cool. That was just, it was nice making a video. So I kind of want to make another one. So just got some more rest. And then, um, so then I played a little bit more of it. Um, the, Best thing I can say about the game right now is that it's a very, very, very solid foundation as far as like mechanics and combat and stuff like that. The worst thing I can say about it is that the servers slash, I don't know if it's the servers or the netcode, but definitely need some work. I'm talking like 100 plus ping sometimes. Some areas like 200 plus. It was a little, it was a little nuts. It was, yeah, it was rough, but, um, but Hey, that's why it's alpha. So it wasn't that big of a deal. I ran into a really funny bug that, um, the devs are well aware of, and I think they just released a hot fix for it, but like the, the enemies would spawn like in ridiculous numbers, like, like so many enemies, like you can't even see the floor. It's just like there, it look it might as well just be a bunch of ants running around and just covering everything. It was crazy. So I ran into this. I was like, is this supposed to be this way? I don't think it is. <laughs> Cause this, this feels like some, like this doesn't even feel like end game stuff. This feels like a bug. So I looked into it. turns out it was like a bug. There was just had something to do with like how the, the, um, the areas in the map were cycling or something like that, whatever. But, um, they released a hot fix for it. So hopefully that relieved the issue because it literally was like stop my progress in certain areas it's like oh you need to go to this area and get to this location on the other side of this map and i was like okay cool so then like i'd be walking and then just be wall of enemies i'm like okay like i'll try i try to like kind of like pick some of them off from a distance but then they'd all just like aggro and then just like converge on me i'm like oh well okay well th- that's it <laughs> there's no like penalties for dying or anything you just hit revive go back and revive at the entrance of the map so it's no big deal but um yeah, it was just kind of like progression stopping. So, yeah, it keeps people from progressing through the game. It was funny because I posted that in the, the official Discord for the game. I was like, hey, there's like really aggressive enemy spawns, this, that, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then somebody like, of course, there's always that one dude. He, he chimes in. He's like, oh, yeah, I ran into that too. I killed them all. I'm like, congratulations. <laughs> like, you somehow like were able to power through a defect in the game. Good job. Anyway. <laughs> Did he do anything after he but, killed um, them? Like, what's the point? Right. I'm just like, okay, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But, um, but yeah, uh, just more on the game. It's just, it's really cool. It's, I think it's really cool. It's, I mean, as far as the story, it's kind of like your typical, like ARPG, like Diablo sort of thing. It's like, there's this looming evil somewhere over here. And then there's like, and you're over here. And then there's between you, there's all these enemies. You just have to kill all these enemies and then kill that big evil over there. That's basically what it is. And, um, it's just basically like an MMO. It's a torchlight MMO. I don't know. Um, some of you out there probably played Torchlight One and Two. I recently, maybe within the last like six months, I like was was getting into Two, and then I started hearing about Frontiers. Like, oh, cool! So then I signed up for the Alpha. But um, 
there's not too much to the game right now as far as like armor. I'm already seeing like like it was maybe I was maybe like within my very first hour of the game, I was already seeing like armor sets getting repeated and stuff like that. So as far as like actual like gear and stuff like that, it's not there's not like a ton to the game, but um the mechanics are there. There's only two uh classes to play as it's the forged, which is like a steam powered robot, and then there's the Dusk Mage. And the Dusk Mage is the one I decided to go with. The Dusk Mage it sounded really cool because it basically he wields light magic and dark magic. So, and then, um, for those of you who aren't familiar with Torchlight, usually the classes have some sort of, like, um, sort of mechanic or some sort of gauge or something like that. So with the Dusk Mage, his deal is when he uses his dark magic, it actually powers up the, it actually fills up this gauge for, uh, light magic. It's like a light bar. And if you use light magic, it fills up, like, a, the, the dark magic gauge. And so once those, so, for example, so I'm using, like, a bunch of light spells and then my, uh, dark magic gauge fills up. So all I have to do to trigger um, this mechanic is to just use like a dark magic technique, and then basically I'll just get a uh, power buff, just like a strength buff or whatever. So it'll just make my attacks more powerful. So if I do the opposite, if I use the light buff, it increases my mana regeneration. So I've been kind of leaning towards the the light buff just because I'm a mage class. I don't usually play mage classes, but I'm actually kind of feeling this one. It's pretty cool. He's got this cool little glove thing that like where he, like, his auto attacks are, like, some this big ethereal, like, hand fist thing that just, like, comes out and just, like, smacks enemies around, and it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to watch. But, um, yeah, it's really cool. I'm really enjoying the game. Um, right now, as far as, like, the maps, they're not, they're not super impressive. Well, I mean, impressive, like, visually, they're very impressive, like, as far as just, like, the art style and things like that. It's very, very torchlight. I'm just, uh, what I mean is, like, w- like, say, for example, there's, like, a, so you have, like, the Imperial base, which is kind of, like, hometowns so to speak and then you go out into the field which is kind of like, which is basically the goblin forest where you have all these goblins running around and then within that field you have just side dungeons that you can go through and each time you go into the side dungeon it's basically like a private instance so if you go in solo that's your instance if you go in as a party that's your instance pretty standard fare um but it's just so every time the gimmick to this is like every time you go in, they're like procedurally generated. So it's like, oh, there's just these tiles and they like get shuffled around every so often. It's just there's not a ton of variety to them yet, but I'm hoping that they kind of flesh that out a little bit more as far as like their procedurally generation map algorithm thing, whatever it's called, technical terms. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's a cool game. The, the combat's good. Just just a lot of freaking lag. There will be sometimes I'll like I'll like try to cast a spell. And then it'll be a solid five seconds before the dude actually casts oh. a spell. Normally you're supposed to do it instantly, but it's just it's it kind of it really gets in the way of just combat and things like that. But a lot of this stuff they already know about and they're already working on. So I'm just kind of looking for like other stuff, just like UI bugs and just like weird like spawns. There'll be sometimes I'll like be like running through the field and there'll be like a it'll look like like an enemy, but they're like frozen in place. <laughs> but that enemy is actually dead. But they're so they're supposed to be in like a dead pose or position. So they're supposed to be on the ground, but like they're like in like in like a mid attack position. I'm like, okay, that's funny. And then if I just stand there and stare at them for a while, they kind of like sink into the ground, (laughs) kind of like a despawning like like mob how Um, it's supposed to be, right? I'm like, oh, okay, he's dead. Cool. (laughs) So, but yeah, it's 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 a cool game. There's 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 just a lot of there's just a lot of work that needs to be done, basically. So I'm not sure. As far as I know, the alpha testing phase is this particular one is supposed to go just go indefinitely. They didn't say there was an end to it. Um, another thing about this game though, is that I guess they're not letting a ton of people in. Like, I guess they're doing them in like small batches. So if you were interested in this game, if there was something that you were sort of interested in, sign up for the alpha now just to like, 
I'm not saying it'll increase your chances, but you'll 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 have your name in the hat. So it's just, it'll just be like whatever, you know. I did it. Usually I sign up for alphas and then I forget about them, and then someone's like, "Hey, you're welcome to our alpha." I'm like, "Huh? Oh yeah, yeah, I signed up for that, didn't I? Like like two years ago. Cool." <laughs> but um, but yeah, I'm having a lot of fun so far. Um, I'm uh, I'm probably gonna play a little bit more of it this weekend. Check out that hot fix. Maybe see if I can progress a little bit further without running into like an anthill of mobs. But um, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Oh, before uh, before I finish, there is this one uh, um, aspect of the game that's really cool. They give you your own fort to sort of like decorate. You kind of like build it out and stuff like that. So, um, so when you first start, it's just kind of like covered with junk and stuff mm. like that. So then I went in and like cleared all of it out. And there's different like sort of uh, there's like cosmetic things like decorations and stuff. But there's also pra- practical things like a, a skill station. So, for example, for the Dusk Mage, it's called an Arcanum. So you build an arcanum, you place it in your base, and that's where you basically go to level up your skills and things. So that's another thing. The way they handle like leveling is really interesting because you gain you gain new skills using skill points, of course. But skill points are not earned from leveling up. They're actually earned just from killing enemies. Like if you go onto like a field and like kill a bunch of enemies, like there's a good chance that like half of them will like drop a skill point. So I thought that was pretty cool because it's like you can because you can grind out your levels and stuff. Your level, your frontier level, it depends on which frontier. The one I'm in right now is the Goblin Forest. The other one consists of like these weird bug enemies. I'm not trying to fuck with that right now. So I'm just trying to kill a bunch of goblins and get some shit. So you have a frontier level for the Goblin Forest. I'm maybe like at 10 at this point. So your frontier level represents the your ability to equip higher level gear that drops in that frontier so i haven't gone to a new one yet so i'm not sure how that's going to work like will i be able to just like keep the stuff i already have on now like i don't know that'll remain to be seen but that's it's really interesting the way they handle progression so it's like i can literally just go to a map that is like an area that's like level five to six i'm level 10 and i can just kind of steamroll through a bunch of enemies and then come out with like 500 skill points and then just dump them into my skills power up my skills and stuff so it's kind of cool in that regard. You don't have necessarily have to go to a higher level area in in order to you know gain um, better skills and things like that. It's just really interesting. So, um, but yeah, I'm gonna be playing more of this game probably over the weekend and stuff, and uh, I'll be checking it out some more, just kind of figuring out all the mechanics and stuff. Not everything's fleshed out, like I said. The pet system is super basic, and also the pet pathing is just it's kind of dumb. Like <laughs> I'll send my pet down. I'll send my pet back to town and he'll like do like a weird circle thing. And he'll just like go this way and that way. And then he'll finally like fly off screen. It's an owl, by the way, I have an owl as a pet, but, um, uh, that's, that's pretty much what I've been playing is just, I've just been off of testing for uh, torchlight frontiers. You know, it's just, it's interesting. One thing to me is a, a couple of people, um, a couple of friends of mine in the circles I run in are, they were, kind of opposed to it because it's like oh well it's an mmo now so that's kind of a deal breaker for me i'm like wait what like it I was understand. before like they're putting more emphasis on the online stuff which was a big deal in torchlight 2 when they introduced multiplayer like everyone's like oh shit multiplayer cool so then and also if you think about it these are from i don't know if i mentioned this before i think i did but these are coming from like a lot of people the people a majority of their office worked either on torchlight or they worked on diablo so like it just seems like it, it 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 only makes sense to make an MMO. It's just make something that's like, you know, for people to go online and play with other people and stuff like that. So I don't know. That, that was kind of a weird criticism I felt like. But I mean, I, could, I guess I can kind of see like what people mean. Some people prefer to just like solo queue and stuff like that and not have to log into a game that has to be online and have to have an internet connection. But that's half the fun of it. You know what I mean? So I don't know. 
But um, like I said, I'll keep playing more of it, and I'll just kind of report back to you guys as uh, just with the stuff I find. It's so far, um, it's, I'm enjoying it. There's there's some flaws, of course, and there's also placeholder stuff, and you know not you know not all of the uh, the minis are fleshed out. There's no like hide helmet option, for example. There's no like you can uh, in Torchlight Two, you're able to have like two different loadouts, so you can like swap weapons on the fly. That's not in this game yet. I'm hoping they add it at some point. I already, I keep, one thing I always do at the end of my session is I always hit the feedback button and I'll always just type out my thoughts because that's what they want you to do. <clears throat> so um, it's kind of a, it was kind of a uh, plus that I've had a little bit of QA experience prior to this because I kind of know how to like write stuff out as opposed to like, oh, this is trash. You need to fix it now. And that that's not helpful information. <laughs> you need to like state the problem, like state why it's a problem and suggest how to fix it basically which is what i've been doing so yeah torchlight frontiers that's like the one game i've been playing this week but it's it's pretty cool it's a good good game and um i'm hoping that it i'm hoping it uh i'm hoping it does well is the online actually like working now is it part of the alpha you yeah yeah there's like i can like i'll like enter an area and i'll see people running around and stuff like that um there's one time i signed in there was like a bunch of people uh it was a bunch of people and it was i think it was in the morning or something like that it was probably just a bunch of people just to just all signed on at once but um but yeah online's definitely working i'm not sure if the party system is yet i know for a fa- i know that i can go into the menus and like go under party and like you can invite people i think you just have to like know what their screen name exactly is i don't know if there's like a I don't think there's like a friend system or anything like that yet in the game. There's there's still a lot of stuff that needs to get built out. Um, I think what they're really testing right now is just like the the server stability and just like combat and mm-hmm. things like that. But server stuff definitely needs work because 200, 200 plus ping ain't cutting it. <laughs> it's just not. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, but yeah, that's that's pretty much what my week. Because I like I put in for the for the alpha. I don't know about these things in advance. Um, you always get the hookup, mm, but mm, I just yeah, hear them from you. <laughs> um, so if I get in, it'd be cool to try it out together. But I don't yeah, know when that'll yeah, happen. Let me know if you get in. Uh, we... Yeah, it's it's yeah. At this point, it seems like it's one of those alphas where it's like they're just not letting a lot mm-hmm. of people in. I'm hoping like as time goes on, they're going to want to test like larger um, user bases because MMO, yeah. you know. So I'm assuming like. I'm assuming it's kind of like they're they're just letting people in based on like okay we need to let like so many people in so we can make sure that the server is stable for this many people and then then we'll invite like more people in so that we can test the uh, service ability for that. That's what I'm assuming that they're playing. And probably that like as they that get people be... in they'll you know play a little bit and drop off so it's like well crap now we're not getting our loads we got to get more in. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 It seems like uh, in the, the Discord for it though, there's there's quite a bit of salt <laughs> as far as like as far as people like not getting into the. I was like, oh, I can't believe it. I didn't get an alpha key. This that blah blah blah. I'm like, sorry. Like, I mean, that's just kind of the nature yeah. of it, you know. Yeah. So. All right. Cool game though. So that leaves me. Uh, low, uh-huh. Remember to think about the game or it, the topic is uh which decade, right? Yeah. All right. Right. It's really like which period of games, but okay. a decade kind of gives more variety because it's not just like, oh, the Game Boy Advance era, because that's only like six years. You know, decade can kind of go a little bit wider. Like, and it doesn't have to be 2010 mm-hmm. to 2019. It would be like 2009 to 2019 or, you know, some variation there. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I've been playing the new season of The Drifter uh, from Destiny. 
And Ooh. that comes with uh, Gambit Prime. Gambit Prime is incredibly hard. <laughs> it's it's very difficult. Uh, so essentially, uh, the the mob, the mobs that you have to kill are a lot tougher this time around. Take a lot mm -hmm. more shots. Um, so you, you need to have a gun that clears out enemy like big uh big health enemies fast. So like the the mm -hmm. Jotun is probably the best for that. Uh, it's just like a fusion rifle that shoots like one giant fireball at people. So it's pretty sweet. Oh, wow. <laughs> and it's homes too, so it has a little <clears throat> bit of homing to it. Uh, so yeah, I've been using that mostly, but yeah, what you have to do is you have to grab the moats. We talked about it last week in the, in the news, but you grab the moats, put them in, get a hundred, uh, kill the primeval. This time they actually have, so what happened before in normal gambit is they had two, um, two envoys that spawned with the primeval, which is the boss you have to kill. And you would have to kill the, mm. the envoys and you get a buff for doing so. Most people didn't do that. So what they did Ooh. in gambit prime was they made it mandatory for you to do that, uh, to kill them. And they also put markers over them as well. So you kill two of them, third one spawns, you kill that one, you get a well of light, shoot, that's your damage phase. So it's kind of like a little mini like raid encounter almost, uh, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is pretty neat, cool. yeah. Uh, so after you do that, you go back to the Drifter, and like if you do a, if you do one of his bounties for Gambit Prime, do that, come back. He gives you a synthesizer, so he gives you an item, to turn items into other items. I'm trying to dumb this down for you guys because <laughs> like to sing like synthesizers and moats and and uh, relics or whatever. Like I'll just say you get an item to turn items, items into, other, into items. other items. And <laughs> Destiny is its own language. Yeah, yeah. It's got <laughs> yeah. its own. It's got its own history and lore and everything. Um, yeah. So then what you do is you go to the reckoning, which is like a public event type of. Uh, type of thing so you could load in there mm -hmm. it's pretty seamless people can come in and out whenever they want uh you can go in there with the mm -hmm. team if you want which i suggest you do if you can because uh, some people are fairly new and don't know how to do it uh <laughs> so mm -hmm. go in there you put in your moat into this uh bank before you jump into the portal th that takes you to the first tier so right now they only have tier one and tier two for the reckoning i haven't tried tier two because you need 670 light for it or that's recommended, rather. Ooh. So tier one is it's pretty neat. Uh, there's a bunch of Taken that spawn, and what you have to do is you have to kill the Taken until your percentage uh, goes to 100%. If you die, you lose percentage. So you don't want to die, and you want to res your teammates because they have 20 seconds to spawn. So if your need tips out there, res your teammates, very important, and use your supers constantly to take out the Taken. Uh, and then a boss spawns. Kill the boss, and then you get your piece of gear for Gambit Prime. And that's kind of the loop. The loop is go Gambit Prime, get a bunch of things for your synthesizer, put it in the synthesizer, and go to the Reckoning. Um, there is some pretty cool stuff uh, <laughs> that I've read up on in like the 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 lore because there's um you get triumphs, so there's a triumphs tab you can read through your triumphs. And I read that uh, spoiler alert if you don't want to. If you want to be spoiled on Destiny 2, uh, maybe just uh, skip like five <laughs> seconds. But Oryx comes back in some shape or form. The Taken King. Who? Oh. What, what, right. What? So he comes back in some shape or form. Uh, it's not really clear on what until we get to Tier 3, but that's uh, going to happen next week. Is he mad? 
<laughs> I assume he's mad. <laughs> uh, it seems to be like maybe a shadow or something of him. So who knows? Yes, a mad shadow. This is, it'll be very interesting. Um, yeah, I've, I've been enjoying it. Uh, Gambit Prime is incredibly hard if you're solo queuing because <laughs> people don't mm-hmm. know what they're doing. No one has the real... It's still early. Like once people get their gear and they level up to 700, it'll be a lot better, I believe. Mm-hmm. Team yeah. comp is important. It is. I, I, uh, I, I got some. Um, I got a set for the Reaper, so I've been mostly just mowing down mm-hmm. dudes. That's been mm-hmm. my my role is to shoot everyone. <laughs> it's a good role to have. Yeah. Yeah. It is a shooting game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. You still pro. You still like one man Oh uh, no, whole, it's so much more difficult match. in this one because the maps are a bit bigger. So really? you can kind of see where you are. Oh. Before you oh. get in. So they're kind of trying to balance it a little bit so someone's not just like killing. Yeah. Uh, also they've also like changed gotcha. up the meta for the guns and I haven't checked in on that yet. So oh, gotcha. some people are using the okay. meta. Uh I need to check in on that. Uh, seems like go figures, like mm. maybe pulse rifles are pretty good for taking out guys. I usually go in there with my super, and that doesn't seem to work as often as I would like. So I'll probably just switch mm. up my game. Mm. Um, but yeah, mostly Destiny. Uh, I did play a little bit more Anthem. Uh, so my dad's really into Anthem, so he's playing it a lot. He wants me to play a lot. So I'm like, okay, fine, oh, dad, yeah? I'll play Anthem. And then I play, and then all of a sudden my sound cuts out. I'm like, well... I don't have any sound for the next two hours. It's just uh, because mm. I'm not gonna reboot my computer or like turn the game off and on again because that's a pain in the ass. Right. So I'll just sit here with no sound. <laughs> Sucks. Sound is kind of essential in a game. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. I mean, you can just shoot stuff and read. Like I actually read in these type of games. Some people don't. So. Hmm. Yeah, it's not it's not that essential to have sound on in most games. If you're smart, yeah. <laughs> um that's mostly it it's been a hell of a week this past week for work and stuff so i haven't been doing too much um so let's uh get into this uh what kind of decade do you want to be in for gaming and for me personally it would either have to be like the 90s or the or the the last decade because honestly the 90s had some of the best games that ever came out uh, both mm-hmm. both yeah. single player and and multiplayer, like you would have uh, Unreal, Unreal Tournament, um, Quake, uh, yeah. Quake Two, mm-hmm. Three, Doom, <laughs> like uh, the be- some of the people yeah. some of the best games yeah. that ever came out was in 1998 because like right here you have I was That's searching true. this stuff up yep. while you guys were talking so. Uh, so in 1998, you had StarCraft, Half-Life, Baldur's Gate, Grim Fandango, Metal Gear Solid, Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time, <laughs> Resident Evil 2, uh, yeah. It's a lot of great stuff in that year, like, alone. Hmm, uh, hmm. And f- for recently, like, again, I have a Destiny 2 addiction, so if I get traveled back in time and I can't play my Destiny 2, I'm like, oh, shit. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but also it's just like nowadays it's just so easy to connect with people online and play online games if that's your your uh, cup of tea which it certainly is for me yeah. nowadays but again no cheating this is release dates yeah I know I'm just saying like I said either one or the other yeah yeah 
You guys want to chime in? I guess I would have to say go 10 years back from when the Dreamcast got discontinued. And then that, that would be my decade. Oh, it's like you don't know that the Dreamcast is gone, basically? You just get to end with it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's such a delusional Sega fan thing to say. I... <laughs> You know, like, well, I mean, if I, my my only other choice would have been, like, now. Because, like, oh, hey, I can sign up for, like, an alpha for a game and I can test the game and I could actually have, like, some, like, you know, like, say-so and, like, how, like, it progresses and things like that. Because, you know, because that's obviously one of, like, you know, it's, that's, that's a really cool thing, especially if you're into that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think, I don't know, because I wasn't really, I was never really into the PS3, really. I don't know. Like... So, like, that kind of, like, era, no, not really PS3, like, Xbox 360, like, whatever. Like, I could do without that shit, so. I don't know. And then, plus, also, Dreamcast came out in 99, so, like, that, I guess that technically, like, falls under, like, the 90s when all those games came out and stuff. Uh, and then another thing for me is, like, I didn't play a lot of those games, like, for the first time back in the day. And, like, it would have been cool to, like, experience, like, all that kind of stuff. Like, maybe, like, like uh, back in the, like, during, like, the 90s and stuff like that. Like, it was Unreal Tournament for me. And then it was Unreal Tournament, as, and jeez, uh, that was really the only one I remember. Like, oh man, this game is so cool! And it was like, then I was playing a demo of the damn thing too. I was like, oh yeah, I'm really cool. He's awesome, but yeah, I think so. Like ten years back from when the Dreamcast died, <laughs> that's that's gonna be me. <clears throat> Just don't tell me the end is coming. <laughs> <laughs> See, I kind of already mentioned mine, but. It waffles a little bit because if we're just literally doing any 10 year span of games, it makes it yeah. a lot harder than just like you have to choose a decade. Um, like yeah. so the only the only way that would be different is like 2009, 2019 because we haven't finished this decade. But um, honestly, honestly, then it should probably be 2008, 2019 because we're barely into it. Um, mm-hmm. But my problem is. I want to get at that like that prime period of when all of my favorite things came out and I can't quite get it Uh, because (laughs) ideally it would be like 96 or 97 until 2006, 2007, like one of those. Mm. Um, But I'm still missing Super Metroid in there, which came out in 94. Um, I'm getting, you know, Metroid Fusion, Metroid Zero Mission. But would I love those games if I didn't have Super Metroid? Like, I'm basically assuming that we only have that decade of games. Like, the others don't exist. Right. Um, And, like, Final Fantasy VI originally came out on 94. I think that would still count with the Game Boy Advance version because it's different enough. Um, Mm -hmm. But, like, Mega Man X. I wouldn't have Mega Man X. (laughs) Um, I'd have X4. But... Still, what I what I know, um, right? <laughs> so I still pick that time because there was uh, uh, Zelda: Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. There was okay. yep, Final yep. Fantasy seven, eight, and nine, and ten, I think. Um, yeah, I think so. There was the entire life cycle of the Game Boy Advance and mm-hmm. the beginning of the DS. Good old Game Boy Advance. Um, there's Spyro. There's Banjo Kazooie. Mm-hmm. There's Mario Kart 64. <laughs> uh, Donkey Kong 64. I know. Shut up. <laughs> hey, I don't judge. I will. 
<laughs> Go for it. Um, I'm trying to kind of just do a quick scroll of other things. Yeah. Uh, Fallout 2 was a 98, uh, uh-huh. which I friggin' right. loved that the crap out of that game yep. back then. <laughs> um, yeah, like, it was a huge decade. And there's a few things missing, but I think there's enough in there. Uh, Super Smash Bros. and Super Smash Bros. Melee are both in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got basically every uh, GameCube game also, because I think the Wii came mm. out in, what was it, 2008 or something like that? 2007, 2008, mm. somewhere in there. Mm. Um, so basically the entire GameCube library. So you've got, you know, Metroid Prime 1 and 2. Um, no Mario Galaxy, unfortunately. That's the one <laughs> other thing I would really be missing. But like most oh. of my top games would be in that decade. So I kind of have okay. to pick it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I can say I love modern gaming all I want, but a lot of that is because I still have free reign of everything else. Yeah. Um, I already mentioned yeah. Golden Sun. Like, yeah. Because the Game Boy Advance is my favorite, th- my favorite gaming thing of all time. To, I say the DS because you can play. It's backwards compatible. Uh, mm-hmm. But really, it is the Game Boy Advance. Like, that era of gaming is my favorite. Um, GBA, man. GBA all day. Yeah. And then there's the Oracle <laughs> games, too. I think they were, like, 2001 or something like that. They were super late. Hmm. hmm. Like, Z- Zelda Oracles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oracle of Ages and then Seasons, seasons mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There might have been 98. I don't know. It was it was late. It was... Yeah. Yeah. So, I think I gotta go with that. Like, I don't know if 96 or 97. There's a one-year, you know... I'd probably say 97 because that was the big year. Like that was Final Fantasy seven. That was, I think Ocarina of time, things like that. 96 didn't have as much. And then I can get into 97 or uh, 2007 also when, um, I want to say that's Metroid prime two and a few other, like, uh, a few other like late GameCube games. Um, yeah, I don't remember exactly, but uh, we've got Wind Waker in there too, even though the Wii U version's better, but, you know. Yeah. 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 I, I I guess I just don't think about it, like, as much, because the, uh, the PlayStation 2 era, like, I wasn't a huge... Like, I don't, I don't think I could go back to that. You know? PlayStation 2 wasn't yeah, a console? Yeah, I thought it was great. It was fantastic. Mm. And it had but, a lot like, of if games? If I go back to the stuff now, yeah. I'm just like, uh, I don't know. Also the also the PC <laughs> yeah. was like firing on all cylinders back in the nineties. Like there was That's tons true. of shit. Diablo. I'm just looking through some games. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, Diablo two. I played the crap out of that. That was ninety eight, I think. Uh, was it? So it's in there. I get too. my Monkey of Island series. Yeah, yeah. Like I can play that. <laughs> it just starts with uh, like Monkey Island. Yeah, nineteen ninety is Monkey Island. Yeah. Uh, Man, that decade. Was Super great. Mario World. That's that's how kicks off with that is that 96 90s was pretty damn good for gaming <laughs> yeah 95 and then people had to figure out the weird uh 3d years mm-hmm. and then i think they figured it out yeah we had some prime spider-man games back then too though like in that 3d mm. era i mean Ooh, between the the, the spider-man ps1 games which i still love i don't care <laughs> Um, the never soft, I saw them right? recently. Yeah. They don't hold up that great. Yeah, cool. But yeah, at the time... They it was do, good. though. They do. They were well-made games, though. The camera's wonky and the combat's simple, but they still hold up. For what they mm-hmm. are. I mean, for the you know hardware they were mm-hmm. on. 
The thing I remember most from that uh, Never Stop Spider-Man game was just was Venom, and he just made me laugh. I remember there, there's this one part where they were sneaking into a building or something. He's like, ooh, are we going to search, surf the web? <laughs> and then they break into this building, and then like Venom's over the computer. He's like, surf the web, surf the web. And he's like, come on, Brock. We got uh, we got something to do here. <laughs> I just remember that. It was so dumb. But it was so funny at the same time. Yeah. Good old Venom. It was great. Yeah. But yeah, it's fun to think about that. Like, if... It would be different if the the decade allowed like you know just straight ports and like HD remasters and stuff, but just didn't allow like you know straight up emulation, because I would definitely mm. do modern then, because like the last ten years we've gotten HD remasters of basically every game I love, like better versions of those games. True. And if you factor in like legit virtual consoles, which I think would also count, then mm. that's most mm-hmm. of the old games I would care about. Um. Like, you know, if you're basically arguing console lifestyle, life cycles, and not uh, just release dates, I would probably go with 2009 to 2019. Yeah. Or 2008, whatever. Okay. Uh, but if we're just doing release dates, I gotta, I gotta shoot back to that, that classic era. Uh, mm-hmm. Diablo 2 was 2000. Okay. Diablo 2. Yeah. Uh, That's actually later than I thought. Speaking of Diablo and... Uh, what was it you're saying? Port? No, not ports. Remakes of games and stuff. Re- yeah. Uh, Diablo mm-hmm. One is coming out on GOG. It's not a remake per se. Oh, we just jump it into the news. I don't then? know. <laughs> just like that. I guess <laughs> so. I don't know. You have anything else to say? I don't really have a whole lot. My neck hurts from that whiplash. <laughs> <laughs> just going <in> wrong. <laughs> I didn't even pull this new story out. I just thought it would be a good sequitur. Uh, Segway? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> a non-sequitur is a thing. Is a sequitur a thing? Know. I don't know, actually, now that you ask. Like, wouldn't a sequitur be a thing <laughs> if, uh, if non-sequiturs Sequ- are things? Tur. Okay. I don't know how to spell it. Uh. Oh, maybe. Um... Let's see. The conclusion of an inference hmm. is what sequitur means, I guess. Okay. So it's like, it's it's basically a um, a synonym of consequence. Oh, okay. All right. Whereas a non sequitur hmm. is the same thing, but it's not like re- related to the last thing. So it's like, it's it's a conclusion that doesn't really come from what was said before. Gotcha. Okay. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, I guess you can't have... I mean, there's like... There's underwhelmed and overwhelmed, but there's no whelmed. That was a Young Justice <laughs> joke. Um, I am very whelmed by this video. Yeah. So I, I guess it's possible for there to be a non-sequitur, but no sequitur. But it's a, it's a Latin base. So I guess there is. Yeah. Anyway. Gotcha. Anyway. Your segue. Sorry. Um, yeah, okay, let's get into it then. Because uh, I didn't really have anything else to say. I don't know if you guys had anything else. No CD key required. It's weird that it's not going to Blizzard's own launcher, but, I mean, cool. Original Diablo, sure. Yeah. Now give me Diablo 2. Also, why is it on here and not Battle.net? I don't know. That's, That's a good like question. the only question I have, really. Hmm. That's what I said. Why wouldn't Diablo 1 and 2 be on Battle.net? Right. Well, Diablo 2, tech- I think it is, actually. 
Is it's it? not like on their launcher, but it loads in through Battle.net. Like you use that for the online. Oh. But I don't know if it even works hmm. anymore. Interesting. All right. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, PC games. We're going to <laughs> fucking I. I don't know, man. What? Yeah. Windows 10 patch breaks Destiny 2 and other games on PCs. What? Windows Speaking 10 of Blizzard's game? launcher. That is so <laughs> unprecedented. I am surprised to hear that. You don't sound very shocked. Windows has never broken <laughs> anything. A <laughs> uh, new mm. cumulative update for the latest version of Windows 10 is playing Havoc with gaming performance. Uh, so your patch in question is KB4482887. No, don't read the... Windows 10 Octo- October 2018 update. Sorry, Justin, you're coming in like robotic, so I kind of speak over you. Well, you sounded like a robot reading off letters and numbers like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't bad. even know what you said. Uh, <laughs> is it that bad? Um... Anyway, it says, uh, which was very recently unleashed to deliver a bunch of fixes, including enabling uh, rep, ret polin, which should improve performance of PCs by mitigating any sluggishness caused by Spectre Variant 2 fix. However, ironically, the update seems to have had the reverse effect for some in certain games, delivering a big performance hit. Oh, no. Although this may not have anything to do with the ret, ret polin fix. Uh... Multiple threads have popped up on Reddit describing performance issues, primarily with Destiny 2, but with also with other games. One commenter said that their mouse settings felt mm. wrong. They were getting much less than 60 frames per second in Destiny 2 on a previously powerful rig with twin SLI RTX 2080 Ti graphics cards. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Damn. <laughs> Talk dirty to me. <laughs> right? <laughs> I, must, I wonder if he got like 1,000 frames per second with that. Because I can get well over hey, like man, 200 dude, that in is, with my car. That's like the epitome of an enthusiast yeah. build right there. Holy Jesus. crap. Uh, <laughs> I'm impressed. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So uninstalling the KB4482887 update oh fixed the problem, uh, which apparently affects both NVIDIA and AMD GPUs. So, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I haven't had any issues, thankfully. Uh, my Destiny is still running pretty fine. <clears throat> yeah, you might want to install that if you're having issues with your computer. Windows get yeah. a window. Exactly. I try to pause my updates like when I can remember to, just because like, oh, here's a new update coming coming out. Time to pause my updates. <laughs> Fuck you guys. I'm gonna wait. The yeah. thing is about that is like you can't pause it indefinitely. It's like you can only pause it for 30 days, mm-hmm. and then you have oh, to update before you can pause it again. It's oh. it's bullshit. It's something, something stupid like that. So like, oh, you can pause for 30 days, but if you want to pause again, you got to update the most recent update. I'm like, well, the whole – that defeats the purpose, Windows. <laughs> thanks. Windows knows Jerk. what you need. I you guess. don't understand. It's for your own safety. You know what I don't need? I don't need Cortana in my computer. She belongs in my goddamn helmet, not my computer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm oh, sorry man. you feel that way. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Windows. I always yeah. just uh I always just uh say no, don't install now, don't install now, bug me later. 
until where I finally go to shut it down. It goes update and install or update and shut down. I'm like, fine. It's like you have no <laughs> choice. It's like shut down is now sh- update yeah. and shut down. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so bad. It it's is. so annoying. <laughs> uh, all right. Moving on to the next one. New Octopath Traveler console game in production. Mobile prequel announced. So there you go. Square Enix revealed that a new <laughs> console Octopath Traveler game is in the works. A mobile port prequel. So Octopath Traveler Champions of the Continent will be headed to the iOS and Android later this year. At least in Japan. Uh, okay. Your gamer reports cool. that this uh, is a free-to-play single-player RPG that is set in Ostera. Ooh. Uh, which I guess that's the game where the game took place in the first one. Yeah. I guarantee this is going to feel like all of the other like Final Fantasy mobile games where you do simplified like tap battles and then just watch story stuff happen around you. Oh, it's like a clicker? Oh. <clears throat> like Brave Exvius? Yeah. Brave Exvius. Brave Exvius actually isn't a bad game. It just doesn't play very fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's I like it, the same but way. there's things I don't like about it. But with this art style, like with the Octopath art style, but it'll still play the same way. Uh, keep, but it does let us field commands and stuff, so maybe you will actually be roaming around the the world map. I don't know. Staying hmm. within the the retro style RPGs, we have P Cube says upcoming retro style RPG Agilos is a dream come true for Metroidvania fans. I wouldn't call That's it an cool. RPG. Coming April twenty fifth. This game looks really cool. It does. I'm always more drawn to like the sci-fi Metroidvania types where you like you have a gun, but I love mm-hmm. the look of this. So I'll give it a try still. Yeah. And I still need to play Wonder Boy. I hear good things. Is it? Are you? Um. Because there's because there's the Wonder Boy. Uh, Dragon's Trap remake, which is like basically a reskin of the old game. So the hitbox no, the new one. <laughs> okay, cool. Monster Boy yeah. is that the one? Wonder Boy okay, and Monster yeah. World, I think is the, what the new one is. Okay, because that's the one that's like actually new and like is a Metroidvania, not you know a remake of an old game. I think, or no, this it says Mega Drive. Is it I think, called Wonder I think Boy they're both Monster remakes. Aren't Wonder they? Boy and Monster World was the original Genesis. No, title. there's okay. I guess Wonder Boy and Monster World is the old one. Yeah, that's what it was linked to. Hmm. Why does it say 2007 though? Because it was originally put on the Wii Shop. Oh, gotcha. I thought it was like the new. I need to play the new one. Whatever Ben was telling me to play. (laughs) It's Monster Boy. Rest in peace, Ben. It's Monster Boy and something. Oh, the subtitle is. Uh, Okay. (laughs) It's so awkward. I put this in there to show to Ben. I didn't know you were actually going to put it in the. Oh well, you put it in here and you put it in the (laughs) notes, so I copy paste it. You put it in the notes. You put it in the you put it in the <laughs> podcast discussion, so I put it in the notes. That's just become gaming discussion. Uh, <laughs> Our Discord's a mess. Well, 
Well, it, I'm, I'm excited for the game. It looks really cool. It looks like a blend of Metroidvania, Wonder Boy, and a little bit of Shovel Knight. I saw some like the yeah, kind of. Uh, he was like kind of. Yeah, and then there's like this weird like air dash move that also looked really cool. So traversal seems like it's going to be kind of like there's emphasis on that. So it seems kind of like it's going to be uh, like a relatively well paced game as far as like just you know taking down enemies and stuff like that. And it looks like there's going to be big bosses too, which I like. I like that kind of stuff. Like yeah, also take up half the screen. I feel like it's going to scratch that uh, that messenger itch. Yeah. Oh yeah. But more interconnected because that's like kind of level based. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, keeping the uh, retro theme alive, you have Duke Nukem 3D Realms creator, or well, 3D Realms is making another game with the same engine that they used with Iron Maiden and uh, Duke Nukem and Quake. Hmm. Uh, yes, yeah, so they're coming up with a new game called what is it called? Wrath Aeon of Ruin FPS. Yeah, Aeon of Ruin. Mm-hmm. This looks cool. Did you guys play the other thing, the uh, Ion cool. Maiden? <clears throat> no, I didn't I know there was another one. This is the first time I'd heard of anything like oh, okay. this. But I just love that they're still using the Quake engine for things. That's really cool. Yeah. Goes to show you like how <laughs> how good that engine is, you know? People are still using it to develop games. Yeah, because they could have used anything, let's be honest. Like They did this as a style choice, and it it's it's working for me. Right. Like, it's the best-looking game ever made in that engine, I'm sure. Um, And it looks satisfyingly retro enough that it's like, it reminds us of what games back then looked like, but it looks much better than that those games did. But it's like, it's like the, uh, what was it? The 3DS remakes of Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. Like, you look at those, and you're like, oh, that's what these games looked like. Like, they, they didn't really do anything to them. And then you go back, you're like, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> this is that but for quake yeah 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 because i remember quake 2 on n64 i love that game looked like garbage but yeah this looks cool and like yeah. there's a lot of information in here about um like how they made it and like how they made it more modern using that engine like they had to kind of hack it in a lot of ways and i always find that stuff fascinating like, you know, making engines do things it can't normally. Because, uh, like, kind of random side anecdote. Uh, my I used my brother and I used to make a lot of things in RPG Maker. And um, mm-hmm. he actually, like, the, the Zelda fan game that I think I've brought up before that he ended up releasing a few years ago um, actually started in RPG Maker 2000, like, back in the early 2000s. Because there was kind of a... Um, like some pretty ridiculous like coding hacks you could do in RPG Maker to make like an action RPG game, um, but it was really wonky and didn't work super well. But uh, you know it kept getting better, and so like he tried to basically build the story of this Zelda game and everything using these coding hacks that other people had created, and then eventually the the guy that he worked with like for the rest of the time made the Solaris engine and he moved it over to that. But, like, that guy made his Solaris demo game in RPG Maker. So my brother got a hold of him and was like, hey, how'd you do this? Um, and they, like, worked together to make that. And then they, you know, collaborated on the Solaris mm. engine and, like, all this stuff. So it's just kind of cool. Like, these things are how you make, you know, better things. Like, it has yeah. to start somewhere. 
Um, so I like the idea like, of like basically taking the Quake engine and like making a new retro engine out of that. I think yeah, that'd be super really cool. cool. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I like it. I also like that the frame rate is capped at 666 <laughs> FPS. A very metal 666 <laughs> FPS. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. But I love the low-res look. It's like HD low-res. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> uh, keeping the theme alive, we have Turok coming to the Switch. Yep. Yep. Alright. Yep. That is a thing. People like Turok. So I hear. I've never played a Turok game. It's not, it's not great. Know. I could tell you that much. The people, <laughs> the people I know who have played are like, oh, Turok's amazing. I'm like, okay. I Don't. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not. It's oh, not. Man. When you play some. I, <laughs> I think people just like it because of time, time traveling dinosaurs or whatever. But. Probably. It's a shooter with dinosaurs and stuff, so I mean... It's like, hey, Doom Dinosaurs, this is cool. There's not many of those. No, it's not. (laughs) There's not really a lot of shooters with, like, dinosaur emphasis, I don't feel like. Any game with dinosaurs in them are are bad. There's no good game with dinosaurs in them. Prove my mind. Or change my mind. Prove my mind. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, that's how that meme goes. No, you're now. Now that you mentioned, I can't think of a good game with dinosaurs in it. <laughs> nope. Even the Jurassic Park games aren't that great. It's like, no, no. Uh, yeah, it's a shame. Uh, but yeah. a good game with dinosaurs in it. I mean, does Yoshi count as a dinosaur? Yeah, like, Yoshi's that's not. A that doesn't count. That's cheating. <laughs> do, you dinosaur, shoot, do you shoot He's Yoshi's? If you do, that'd probably be a good game. Um, there's Pokemon based on dinosaurs. It's that's true. You're just we're we're life hacking. Yeah, you're just there's finding really loopholes no here. Ark yeah. is okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you have to get you have to put in like 600 yeah. hours to make it okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, the name of my sex tape. <laughs> uh, maybe someone mm. will make a good uh, VR dinosaur game. Speaking of VR, mm. uh, I see what you did there. <laughs> uh, the Lava has uh, oh, VR. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know what this was at first. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're doing a VR thing with their toy, their their construction paper. Basically, a really cool Google VR. (laughs) It is. It really is. Google VR is kind of lame. But like, this is the one they needed to have a trailer about because the VR is a concept that's hard to understand without seeing it, and all they have is people holding cardboard goofy things to their faces. That blaster looks kind of cool, though. Yeah, there's already people saying, like, oh, man, if they don't use that camera for a Pokemon Snap thing, why even make it? And, like, yeah, I agree. But also Pokemon Go has a new camera feature, and people aren't using it. So, Mm. at least not that I've seen. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, these, like, this seems like a good variety of things. Like, like you said, there's a blaster, there's a camera, there's um, a bird butt, I guess. Like, you're just kind of looking through a bird. Sure. 
Uh, there's an elephant, um, and there's also just, like, the cardboard itself shoved against your face with the Joy-Con on each side. I'm not really <laughs> sure what that's for. Um, but there's some cool stuff here, and I want to see what they do with it, because it is, like I said, it's it's Google Cardboard. Like, the actual thing you make is just the Google Cardboard setup with the lenses and mm-hmm. all, but then, like, you have the other cardboard pieces that go on to that piece, um, and they seem interesting, but we don't know what any of them do. Uh, a right. few of these were actually shown in like the first trailer. Like I think the bird one and the, the camera too, right? I want to say were shown in the first trailer, like with the robot and all that. But we didn't see yeah, any yeah. footage of what their games are or, or anything. We just saw those things, and then we never got them until now. Um, but we still don't know like what their games are, and they come out in. Just over a month, uh, so it's kind of weird. Yeah, I got a I got a press release for this, weird. and it, the only good, the only like useful information here is uh, it says here, uh, combine with other creations to allow players to interact with virtual worlds through imaginative real world actions. Fend off an alien invasion with a toy con blaster. So it's probably just going to be like a okay. uh, mm. uh, wave That's mode. Cool. What's it called? Oh, you like these modes. Horde mode. Horde mode? It's probably just going to be like a horde mode thing. Uh, Yeah. And it says here, visit a colorful in-game ocean and snap photos of sea life with the toy con camera. So. Oh. It'll be Pokemon Snap, but underwater. (laughs) (laughs) So that's pretty much like the only info that I got here that's uh, relevant to the games themselves. Yeah. I'm mildly more curious about these than I was about the other few. Because I, act- I actually kind of wanted the robot one, not going to lie. But, like, yeah. VR is something that's neat. And I want to see how well it does because the gamepad is 720p. And you're doing that in VR. I'm not sure how good this is going to games, But if it can nail it, it'll be really, po- it'll be really popular. Yeah. VR games don't look great yeah. in general. No, they don't. <laughs> but, like... My, um, I have the Google Pixel with the Daydream, and it's kind of the same thing where it's like you put the, you know, the phone in there and like that's your view. Mm-hmm. And even that, you can see the pixels. And this is a 2K display. Uh, so yeah. splitting a 720p display across the eyes and like magnifying it basically, because that's how VR works, it's gonna look bad. Yeah. But if there's good content, maybe it'll be okay. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they have some like weird trick right. that they figured out. I don't know. Where they can manage seven twenty in each eye at least. That would be okay. Some weird rendering yeah. trick or something. The best yeah. looking VR games are the ones that are abstract, like Res Infinite. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh but I, I appreciate them doing something different yeah. with this. Like it's you know, stuff yeah. on your face instead of just a VR thing that like you pretend mm-hmm. to use. It's like these are actually interactive things that you're using in a VR space, and that's cool. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next up, we've got Mortal Kombat 11 story trailer. Ooh. Well, you probably want to do the Johnny Cage thing first. What? They announced Johnny Cage, and then they did oh, the didn't we trailer, talk about the, that? The story trailer last week. You did. Oh, you maybe. weren't here. I don't know. Were things out of order? My bad. It's okay. I didn't Ignore delete me. my old stuff <laughs> until now. Okay. Then yeah, story trailer because it's kind of it's kind of Johnny Cage heavy, so that's why okay. I said that. 
Go ahead, talk about it. It's pretty cool. Like we already, you know, learned about this the time travel stuff, but mm-hmm. that scene with old Johnny and young Johnny talking to each other was just <laughs> was just pretty perfect. Um and there was a lot of nice moments with like the, you know, the parents talking to the kids and <clears throat> some teases of possible other characters. Um, I kind of dug into the rumors and stuff a little bit because I friggin' love Mortal Kombat. Um, <laughs> and there's a shot, <clears throat> I actually jumped right to it magically, um, for one that has Shao Kahn. It always bothers me when the DLC characters are like the, you know, the pre-order bonus, like the paid characters are involved in the story. Because it's like, <laughs> you can play as them in that, but then you have to pay to play them outside of that. Like, that's not cool. Um, yeah. But anyway, this is a shot that has like Devora, uh, Shao Kahn, Baraka, Scarlet, uh, the two new people, I can't remember their names, uh, Garrus and the other one. Um, and then a character that's like hooded, but like you can kind of see like a blue, like, uh, kind of blue white skin. And there was the leak hmm. that came out that we talked about before that Frost is going to be back. And oh. that sure looks like Frost in a hood. Um, so I hope they reveal her soon because I want that to be true. (laughs) And then there was another thing that showed Katana, which she's been revealed, um, but she looked like kind of weird and I I can't find it right now. I didn't didn't realize Um, how many guns there are in Mortal Kombat now. Yeah, there's a lot of characters use guns. Crazy. Uh, yeah, I, I can't find it. I'm trying not to play this because I don't want to kill my Oh my right god. The, um. There's a fatality or whatever where he shoots the, the guns off the coins and goes through the eyes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was the other thing I was going to say. I'll, I'll get back to what I was trying to find before. But um, this announced that all the combat kids are back. So Jackie Briggs, uh, Cassie Cage. Um, uh, I forgot the others. Ah. Uh. Conal Khan, like not all of them are kids, but like the ne- you know the next generation of fighters, um, mm-hmm. and my favorite Aaron Black, the gunslinger, who was nice. who you were talking about with the <laughs> with the coins. Um, yeah, I love that. That's great. Uh, but yeah, so they're not like they didn't get official reveal trailers or anything, but they do show them being playable, so they're definitely in the game. Um, cool. It also shows friggin' Kano, like I blast. Shooting a yep. tank, that's cool. Which is insane. <laughs> that's a feat right there. Yeah, <laughs> like everything about the story mode looks ridiculous, and I love it. Um, there's some crazy time shenanigans, like you know, like I said, young Johnny and old Johnny just like hanging out together, chatting, and like old Johnny just doesn't, just can't handle it. <laughs> can't believe I'm such a prick. It's great. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm super excited for this story. Yeah, it looks good, man. I should go back and play those uh, other ones that came out earlier. You should. I'm actually excited for a time travel narrative for once. <laughs> yeah, because it's fun. Like we've built so much time with these characters that, like, you know, it's especially Johnny Cage. Like that's the perfect character to do old and young with, because like mm-hmm. young Johnny is nowhere near the same as he is now. Right. Like, young Johnny was a, a Hollywood hotshot that everyone hated. He was the joke character in Mortal Kombat. And now he's actually mm-hmm. been kind of fleshed out as, like, the good dad and everything. 
like the reason uh, Cassie Cage is more has all of her dad's powers is because like he was the good father. Like Sonia was withholding and like not around a lot, so Cassie took after her dad. And I find that really mm-hmm. interesting from like the Hollywood guy that he became you know the father yeah. figure to her, while Sonia the like the hardened like uh, military person was the one that was never around. <laughs> It's just kind of cool. Some good character progression, if you ask yeah. me. And especially when you've, like, when you've been around these characters for so long. Like, I've played yeah. all of them. Uh, for better or worse, yeah. I've played every Mortal Kombat <laughs> game. Um, and even, you know, even, like, Armageddon and stuff, when uh, they basically reset the timeline after that, like, those are still relevant. <laughs> There's still mm-hmm. characters now that were created in those games and are going to be important to the story. Uh, like, Shinnok was from, like, Mortal Kombat 4 and kind of, you know, that era of, like, the dark era of these games. Um, and he's, like, a main villain now. Mm-hmm. So you have to kind of know all of Mortal Kombat lore to, to keep up. Right. And I find that really cool. And, like, a fighting, a goofy fighting game series. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, yeah, there's stuff. I found Katana. She kind of looks like the like the Zora armor from Twilight Princess. That's really weird. Oh, weird. <laughs> but I think she's supposed to be... No? Jade is a zombie. I don't know why Katana looks so weird. But she hasn't technically been confirmed yet. So the fact that she's like here in armor and stuff means that she's probably in the game. And that's cool. Yeah. But anyway, that's pretty much all I have there. This story's going to be awesome and I can't wait. Yeah, it looks great. Uh, but... <laughs> going to a classic franchise that doesn't look so great. Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, right. That. We have to talk uh, about that still. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to talk about anything. He looks bad. That's all I have to say. He looks so bad. He looks like bad box art. Bad he box just doesn't, art his proportions are just weird. <laughs> Wrong. Who... Like who? Who? First of all, who drew that <laughs> shit? And second of all, who approved that shit? Like, you, <laughs> whatever. Whatever. I don't. Whatever. <laughs> you can't. You can't even rant about like, it. You're just so disappointed. It's. It's just. It's. It's. I don't know if I've said this before, but it's to the point where it comes to Sonic games where I just expect like a certain level of like just trash. So like, if there's anything that's like less trash than what i expect i'm like oh oh good job <laughs> you know but like this it's like one step forward two steps back or it's just like two steps back three steps back and then another 17 sonic steps you're back. running in the wrong this direction 17 steps back <laughs> yeah <laughs> gotta go yeah, fast is backwards <laughs> exactly uh, and it's just like i mean it's a it's a live action sonic the hedgehog movie it was going to be steps backwards in the first place right I don't, yeah. Like, my expectations were already, like, subterranean <laughs> as yeah. far as this. It's just, I mean, like, I don't know. It's, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They could have just, they could have just so easily just done something. They could have gone with the design that's already, that already works, that people are already familiar with. But no, they don't. Sonic has Whatever. two eyes like, in this. That's not right. He has one giant eyeball yeah, with two yeah. different pupils. That's how he's supposed to be. No, that looks weird. On, like, we've just come to accept that, but that looks weird. 
<laughs> I'm going to have to side with Justin on this one. Because even when I was a kid, I used to draw Sonic. I'm like, why is why are both of his eyes just one shit? Like, why is why are they just one thing? I don't get this. Whatever. I'm going to keep going. Like, <laughs> I, have you seen the? I think it was a web comic where it's like basically Sonic's uh, like eye area between the eyes slowly peels back, and it's like the I did eye see keeps that. going. I saw that this week too. Yeah. I was like, wow. Yeah. He, it, that is weird. Like that flap <laughs> is just kind of protecting what's basically a giant cyclops. I never eye. paid attention to the animation, it's... but does he ever wink or blink? I don't. I probably. I feel like he probably winks. Like Sonic's a cheeky dude. I'm sure he winks. <laughs> I think if he's ever is winking, it's showing like one side of his face. <laughs> like it's only like one side of his face that's facing the camera. Uh... I'm pretty sure it's either that because I know he's definitely like blinked in. Uh, uh, Sonic Adventure, but it was like both of his eyes, like like both of his shits just going down. But I'm just like, okay. <laughs> so just, I've never, I don't think I ever remember him like winking, but like yeah. also like from like, I don't, Sonic's <laughs> fucking weird, you guys. Yeah. This is, this that's is that's the thing. Like, I'm not defending this design. Let me be clear about that before I start. This design is bad. Mm-hmm. But it was never going to be good because Sonic is poorly designed. Uh like, he is yeah. a goofy cartoon character with bad proportions that we've just learned to accept. He, he right. looks good but in that cartoon. if they were going cartoon. to do anything live action, they would have had to change it. There's been a bunch of, like, fan edits of what we've seen so far, like, of the actual reveal. The whole thing here is the face. Like, we saw the rest of it, his creepy man legs, all of that. But the face is the thing now that's like, well, bam, here's what you got. And there's been a bunch of edits of, like, changing the, the hair color slightly. Yeah. Like... Moving the proportions just a little bit to make it more accurate, but still keep the same style. All of that. Everything that you do to this character looks better. But it was never going to be good. Because you can't make an accurate Sonic that's good. Like, live-action Sonic is creepy. Regular Sonic is kind of creepy. So all they did was they made something that's more of like a humanoid, like, hedgehog (laughs) mix. It doesn't work, but it was never going to. The problem is they just basically took the design, added a fur shader, and just put it everywhere. (laughs) Like, gloves? Nah, just give them creepy white hands. (laughs) Like, the, the, like, fur bridge between his, like, his, his, like, mouth fur and his head fur. fur? Just, (laughs) just blend it. Just make like a like a creamish white to blue blend. No one will oh, notice. Um, like I was really hoping it wasn't like official artwork, but everyone's saying it's official. So I'm yeah, like, yeah. Right, this this, is uh, this came from uh, by Sonic from Lisa era. Uh, I'll start. It was yeah. Leaked, there's enough leaks. And it's, it's, it's it was a leaked sure. uh, film style guide. So. Yeah. Oh wait, yeah. wait. What? The the Twitter thing that we pulled this from um, has a new uh, pined tweet, oh my God. as Ben would say, <laughs> um, that it says, uh, received new information from a source close to the film's production that while the leaked renders are authentic, they are not the final okay. designs. In fact, they are screenshots of a video that was pitched to Sony before Paramount took over. Alright. Mm, the style guide know. renders are not final, but they are the closest rendering to the finalized design. All right. So there's still time for it to change. 
what we see in a final trailer. And that brings me to my point, actually. Like, I, I wanted to kind of get past, like, how ugly this is and yeah. bring up something that I brought up on Twitter already, because that's how this works. The internet is just, you know, regurgitating. Before you go into your rant, I just want to point again. out the weird leg <laughs> on the second tweet in that, in that thing. Like, it doesn't look like it's actually attached to his body. Both of his legs look but weird. Yeah, anyways, don't, <laughs> yeah, they're, all, they're all weird. Um, yeah, so the, the problem is how they've marketed it. Like, I'm not going to deny that the uh, the Detective Pikachu look is better. Like, all of those creatures, they are live action, but they are true to their original designs. There's very little right. changes. You know, they've added, like, texture and things like that. Like, people were freaking out about how ugly the Mr. Mime was. But that's just live action Mr. Mime. Like, it's the same design. Yeah. Right. It's just, um, so obviously, Pokemon 1 looks like, like it belongs in that world, you know? Right, exactly. Like, those are all accurate. Mm-hmm. This is not accurate. It's just, like, an interpretation in live action. So already, it's behind the curve. But what Detective Pikachu did was, before there was even, like, you know, leaked images or anything like that, they're like, here's the trailer. Yeah. Here's the look of our movie. Here's the look of the live action Pokemon. If you don't mm-hmm. like it... This is it, so you're not going to like it. Don't watch mm-hmm. it. And right. they they sold people on it. They're like, this is what they look like live action. Deal with it. Some things are weirdly furry. Some things are kind of creepy scaly. Mr. Mime has gross <laughs> pink skin. Whatever. That's what we got. Um, Sonic has been an awkward trickle out of, like, out of context images and leaks and things like that. We don't know what to expect when we finally get a trailer. Yeah. Right. So what they should have done is just hold up, which granted you can't control leaks that happens, whatever. Um, there's a stigma yeah. about Sonic that we don't have that stigma about Pokemon. So they were, you know, behind the curve anyway. Yeah. But when we finally get a trailer for the Sonic movie, all of this stuff is probably going to go away. We're going to be like, oh, okay. Like either it's bad, like Rocky and Bullwinkle live action <laughs> bad, or yeah, I remember that movie. <laughs> <laughs> or it'll fix everything and be like, all right, I can live with this. If the trailer is like, okay. And he looks decent, like in motion and shit, like sure. But until I see something else other than what I've already seen, I'm going, my thoughts are pretty much like the same reaction to when you first posted this in the discord, it's hysterical laughter followed by Welp. It's been weird. Rip Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically my thoughts on this right now. <laughs> Right. It's not going to be good. I'm fully aware of that. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, what we eventually get in a trailer might at least be, like, okay, that's better. <laughs> yeah. Like, honestly, like, like I would have been cool with just, like, a <clears throat> not even, like, a live action, just, like, a full-on CGI, just Sonic movie. Yeah. Like, that would have been cool. You could have just stuck with that, dudes. But no, you had to go live action. Instead, we're getting Jim Carrey person Eggman. <sighs> That still sounds weird as shit to me. Like, don't get me wrong; he why? can be a fantastic Eggman. So. He's got the oh, gangly sure. proportions and stuff. But I'm just sure. live action. That's gonna look weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this movie is like I don't. My expectations are pre- basically like zero. Yeah. So if this ends up being like, like a point five, I'm like, oh okay. Well, I was expecting zero. You guys ended up being a point five. Mm-hmm. So I mean. Good job. Do better next time. Like, way better. 
This should be like, like, just a, like how a I've been saying, unquote, like Lion King live action movie. You know, nothing in it yeah. is actually live action, but it's not animated, so they're calling it live action. Like everything's uh, yeah. CG on maybe real sets. I can't even tell because um, right. it's the wilderness. But right. like you get, you know, big name actors. You get s- some really convincing CG, mm-hmm. and just give it a style, like Robert Zemeckis type. You know. Mm. But mm-hmm. not creepy like Polar Express was. <laughs> yeah, this blend is oh, going to be weird. Just no doubt about so it. So long, Sonic. It's been weird. Moving from one garbage yeah. fire to another, we got Anthem causing <laughs> consoles to fully shut oh. down. And people are scared. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I already forgot about this, honestly. <laughs> yeah. There's been a lot of hullabaloo Jeez. on the kind of funny forums about this, and I'm just, I'm tired yeah. of it. Uh, mm. yeah, it says here, um, that, see, on Reddit, people have been reporting the tendency to shut down consoles completely as if someone pulled the plug rather than crashing to the main menu. Some are scared that it could break their consoles. Bioware has yet to fix the bug that's causing these shutdowns. And at the moment, well, they, yeah, it's been updated. So they've actually come out with a tweet that says, uh, we're aware of the crashing issue. Some of you have been reporting for Anthem or investigating and ask that you share the crash data reports when prompted. If you have, we'll be reaching out to gather info. If not, please reply to this thread on AHQ. Uh, yeah. So it's not actually breaking consoles. People are just scared that it will, and that's a good headline. Um, yeah. So it's like a yeah, hard it's a crash. Hard crash out, like, it turns off the console, which is crazy. See that... The thing is, like, I'm wondering, like, what actually triggers that? Because something like that, like, would have, like, like Im- immediately would have failed, like, certification for, like, Xbox or PlayStation. Like, because that, that's just, like, yeah. a big fucking deal. You know, like, certifications are just fees like that. that people so, pay just... to get on the, to their system nowadays. <laughs> Apparently, shit. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I actually, I've, I, I've had uh, a few issues, like, my audio getting cut out and like I already said that earlier. Also when I first played Anthem, it would crash to desktop like for no reason. Hmm. That hasn't happened lately hmm. though. So that's good. Uh, yeah. Get, get the audio fixed. That's all I'm <laughs> concerned about. <laughs> Listen to me, damn it. Uh, <laughs> I tried playing the demo and I ran into like, I probably like restarted the game like five times, but I kept running into that infinite load oh. screen. So I'm like, eh, oh, I'm the load times this. are way better now. I, I've actually um, uninstalled it, are installed they? it on my SSD, good. and they're like pretty good right now. So with their update okay. and having an SSD, good. it's been pretty good. But does it feel seamless like Destiny? No, of course not. They're not okay. <laughs> you still have to go through like five menus to change yeah. out a weapon. They're not yeah. okay. <laughs> I wanted to like this game. I really did. I Me I enjoyed too. playing it with you in the in the demo or whatever, but I just can't. Like when it feels that backwards and behind the times, I just can't. I don't care what they mm. do with it. All this bad press doesn't help anything, but I don't care at this point. Like right. just fix the game, make it different. I can't even say make it better because they'd have to fundamentally change the game to make me care. So all of these yeah. articles are just like <clears throat> Just don't play the game. Stop blowing it out of proportion and just don't play the game. <laughs> Teach people with your money and your time because they can see how many people are playing and how often they're playing. It's killed 
games of the past on Steam. Mm-hmm. Te- like teach these companies that they're not doing it right. Right. <laughs> it's I don't get it. I feel like I feel like Anthem I don't know if this would have like fixed the issue. I, I kind of doubt it because it would have just introduced like other issues. But like, what if Anthem instead of being like a, <clears throat> a full retail release, what if it was just like a like a game as a it service? Is. It's or something supposed like to be that because then they would actually. But you have still to buy it, buy it for sixty bucks. Yeah, and right. then it's games as right. service. It's like a Guild Wars kind it's of just, thing. They, they said their DLC is going to be free, although I don't know for how long. Because maybe they'll yeah. put out like a big DLC. Thing. And the thing is, too, like with all this stuff going on, like how much longer will the game like, last? You know, because just it's just it seems like it's one thing after another. So it's like, what are they going to do to first of all like fix the problems that are already like present, and second of all, what are they going to do to like rectify like the people who are already pissed off from all the problems that have already occurred from the title? It's just yeah. I don't know. It's it's just it's really hard to watch because like Justin was saying, I wanted to like this game. I, I first I remember like seeing the trailer for it, I was like, oh shit, hell yeah, Iron Man Simulator, cool, yeah. let's do this, let's go. And it's then, not even a spite thing. It's like I genuinely want to like it. It makes me upset that right. I don't. And there's just so many things that are like just like like from a pragmatic sense, it's just like I can't like this because there are all these like actual like legitimate reasons not to. <laughs> it's like uh, I don't know. We'll just, I don't know. We'll have to see. Maybe I don't know. I I don't know, dude. I don't know. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it doesn't. It doesn't help that I Division Two is coming out soon, and that looks like it's going to be good. Yeah. Is Division Two yeah, seeming seems pretty good? I'm looking everyone... pretty good right now. Okay, yeah. that's good. That's good. This is <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> A game I'm sure both of you guys would rather play is Pokemon Gun. <laughs> you put this I in. put everything you put into that chat into this. All right, that's fair. If you don't want it in, in something's for show, jokes. Put it in off topic. Okay, fair enough. Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> I mean, I put them in there because, like, it's your choice. Like, if you want to, if you want to talk about it, cool. Uh, so yeah, uh, some of the memes that came out uh, with Pokemon Sword and Shield was Pokemon Gun, and I was sharing it quite a bit on Twitter, but it also caught the eye mm. of. What is it now? Like some Spanish newspaper? Where is it? Yeah. <laughs> what's the What's the publication name? I can't see it here. Oh, uh, I don't know. I didn't put this. I didn't pull up the Mexican story. newspaper La Voz de Michon. Sorry, Ben. Uh, <laughs> 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 the logos for Sword, Shield, and Gun alongside its news piece about the new games. Uh, it doesn't mention. Uh, the full article actually doesn't mention gun, so it seems someone in the picture department may have some explaining to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they probably just pulled the image from Reddit I said what you did. and then got some explaining to do. Uh, funny. All right. <laughs> it is. It is a good. It is, it a, is good a good story, meme. But it's just someone pulled the image from Reddit and then someone else wrote the yeah, article correctly. Much. <laughs> <laughs> um. Moving on to uh, PlayStation 4 firmware, 6.5, officially brings remote play to iOS. So you can play your PlayStation games on your iOS. It's kind of weird. It's kind of interesting that Sony is doing this because they don't really do this kind of thing. Like, they don't have their games played on other things other than PC, and that's only backwards compatibility. 
That is yeah. kind of weird, isn't it? Uh, it's, also, it's also interesting they chose Dead or Alive for the... Uh... <laughs> yeah. <Anyway. laughs> and not even one of the ladies. Like, <laughs> one right, of the it's Bayman of all people. What the fuck? <laughs> the least attractive character. <laughs> I am man in work zone suit. Uh, boy. Yeah. I assume Dead he has an accent or something. Uh, yeah, so that's pretty cool. I was actually just thinking of, um, I want to get my PlayStation 3 on my TV somehow, and I don't want to plug in wires, so I've been trying to think of ways to do that, but there isn't a way to do that, so, uh, yeah, uh, this is pretty cool, remote play, I- iOS, let's have it come to Android. Yeah. <laughs> so we actually care. Uh, <laughs> and last news story is EA Play event proceeding E3 once again this year and skipping the press conference, which is always terrible and awkward. Mm-hmm. Why? Just, they're skipping the E3 Why press skip conference. the press conference? Because they because they know that the press conferences it just seems are like bad. A bad move. <laughs> they're mm. not good. Have you seen them in the mm. last like two three years since we've been doing this? They just have Andrea yeah. and Andrea Renee up there talking about what they have in the works. Like it's never anything. or they have like awkward oh, like influencers now. that don't know what they're really doing. <laughs> well, why don't they just do better? That's EA. I'll get up there and say <laughs> shit. I don't care. They probably don't want... Yo, yo, everybody. EA, we got some shit. We got some other shit. And then we got some other shit. And microtransactions! <laughs> and we have Michael Transaction here with us today? I don't know. <laughs> Michael Transaction. <laughs> this is my homie. His, his first name is Michael. His last name is Transaction. <laughs> you go take all your money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was about to say that. Slowly over time, or all at once, if you don't keep your eye on your kids with your credit cards and shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, what, what do you guys, what do you guys yeah. think about them dropping out of doing press conference? Eh, whatever. Um, okay. I think it's the beginning of the end. Like Nintendo hasn't oh, done one for what, probably four or five years. Um, Xbox dropped out last year. Uh, and they dropped out again this year, they announced. EA is now skipping to, like, there was, a, I think I saw a joke somewhere that it's gonna be, um, Sony doing, like, on-stage presentations awkwardly oh, for an hour. God. And, uh, <sighs> like, some of the third parties kind of, you know, like, 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 dicking around on stage, and then Devolver <laughs> just, like, memeing everywhere. And that's gonna be E3. Like, <laughs> everyone else is gonna be video presentations. Yeah, the, I, th- I I think oh the Sony gosh. press conference from last year was worse than the EA one from last year. Honestly, it was pretty rough. <laughs> uh, yeah. There you go. That's it. That's the news. Right. <laughs> Let's get the fuck out of here, Justin. Oh, Where can boy. the people find you? <laughs> <sighs> I don't know these right. days. Um. You can find me, uh, if you look up Zero Score on Twitter, YouTube, uh, Twitch, I guess, Instagram, whatever. Just Google Zero Score and see what shows up. I actually kind of want to know. Um, I mean, I could do it myself, but Google's dangerous, man. Um, yeah, it is. Yeah, I kind of, like, I, I missed uh, putting up Spider-Man last week because I was out of town. Um, so I got to catch up on that. And I'm working on some other stuff slowly. 
Um, I just ordered myself a new uh, camera lens that I'm going to play around with. So I'm going to be putting out something in the near future, even if it's just an excuse to play around with that camera lens. Um, Because it's like it's kind of a closer up thing that I can actually use for like my little setup here. Um, So, yeah, I need to start making some more content is the point. Um, Mm -hmm. But in the meantime, I'll have like maybe double the the Spider-Man coming up. I don't know. I I haven't decided yet. (laughs) Just look me up. Uh, <laughs> I have fun on Twitter sometimes. Hello. So I actually just Googled zero score. I Googled zero score oh, yeah? just the letters or just the words rather. How much porn? And some bullshit came up. I did it with the underscore and your Twitter came up. Uh, you have to do the underscore oh. to find me? Yeah. And I think. Man, I don't want to say third underscore. One, <laughs> I hate it. Third from the, the third from the top though with the underscore is your YouTube channel. So. But my YouTube and, channel doesn't have the underscore. I don't know. I'm just telling. I'm just. I'm just reporting back. Huh. <laughs> That's what it gave me. <laughs> like the descriptions, I have like follow me on Twitter and then the underscore. Yeah, maybe like I the need first to like Twitter brand the, the underscore. second one is some random website zeroscore.com products. I don't. What? I'm not going to click that. And then the third one is your YouTube channel. So, I mean, like, if you do zero underscore score, then, you're, like, you're up there. But like, do you hear how yeah. terrible that sounds? <laughs> right. That's pretty good right. to me. Yeah. You have to be mad specific. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but, anyways, right, well, if you guys want to find know. me, you can find me on Twitter at NearTheHero, N3R0THEHVR0. You can also find me on YouTube, Near the Hero, all the letters. I've been doing some um, Torchlight Frontiers uh, um, coverage, I guess. Sort of. It's really just me playing the game and just sort of just talking and shit. Just talking about what I see and experience. So, But I, I guess not a lot of you out there have alpha access. So if you want to see how the game looks in alpha, alpha phase three, that is, um, just come, come check out some of my videos. I have two up. I was considering playing after the cast, but I just realized I'm drunk now, so that might not be the best idea. <laughs> it might be yeah. the best idea. <laughs> Same. It might not Cheers. be the best idea. I'll consider it. I'll consider it. But you can also find me here on um, Charge Shot with the Charge Shot Boys. But in the meantime, I'll be out back digging a hole for Sonic the fucking Hedgehog because that guy is he's he needs to be put to rest. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and you can find me, your host Thomas, on Twitter, CSG Thomas on Twitter. You can also email me Thomas at ChargeShot.com. Check us out here every Friday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time on YouTube. Uh, visit our website charshot.com to get to YouTube. Uh, also, you can follow me on Twitch. Kane uh, plays stuff. Uh, usually play a bunch of Destiny or Anthem or American Truck Simulator. You know, grinding games. <laughs> uh, so until then, guys, enjoy your games. Good night. Rip Sonic. So we don't have to put this at the end, but um, earlier today, uh, Brooke like sent me a, a weird thing because sometimes she knows like random oh, yeah. facts, and mm-hmm. uh, she told me that she found out today that uh, hedgehogs, like if you put them on like a wheel to run, they will just keep running. Um, and like if like if they're pregnant, like they'll just they'll they'll run like regardless. And like they won't take care what? of their their kids after they're born because they're too busy running. What? So Wait, like, like Sonic is, is real. Yeah, like gotta go fast is wow. real. <laughs> what? Yeah. 
Like, like hedgehog Holy mothers shit. will neglect their babies because they're too busy running. It's like, Mom, we're hungry. We're dying. We're being hunted by predators. No. Sorry, kids. Gotta go fast. <laughs> Sonic had it right all along. That's all I'm going to say. Wow. Oh, my God. That's awful. Yeah. I kept this for recording oh, in case you wanted to put it in. Okay, I'm done. <laughs>